Welcome to Tice Talks with Dr. David Tice. Today we are in episode 10. We're talking about kids who pray, combining two of Dr. Tice's favorite topics, family and prayer. And with him today is his daughter-in-law, Heather Tice. Dr. Tice? It is so good to have Heather again with us in the studio. Am I the first of the the in-laws who has done this podcast with you? That's true. It is. <gasps> what an honor. Yep. And I might be the last, depending Don't. on how this goes. You may be like, <laughs> wow, this did not work. We no, got to just get the kids back in here. <laughs> I think it'll work. I was just telling Heather what a great job she has done in raising uh, three of my grandchildren. They're just wonderful. They always come into my office. They always hug me. They always... They always, uh, of course, I have candy in my office. It's hidden. <laughs> You're bribing so. them. What's that? You're bribing them. That's right. No, they just know grandpa's fun. You know, I, I have to tell you this. I don't think I've ever told you this, but something I've started to say, because people, now I'm becoming the older woman in the church, as Titus talks about, and I'm being asked by younger pastor's wives and women in the church. I mean, I've got teenagers i mean did you realize jonathan and ashlyn they've got like a year left in school practically it's it's amazing they'll be starting their senior year i don't understand how i can have grandchildren that old when i'm not only i just like out of my teenage years how i feel i'm the mother here (laughs) you know much younger than the grandfather so i know it just baffles me so i'm getting to that next stage of parenting but i remember as i answer questions people are always like what do you do to raise good kids and Honestly, I used to have a lot more practical things when I knew nothing, you know, just quoting the books, parenting the books. I'd parroting the parenting. Did that make sense? Yes, I got it. Parroting the parenting books I had read. Yes. And I would just like, well, you got to do this. Got to do this. And I remember hearing you teach on parenting or, or talk about it. Anytime I would ask you that type of question, you would always respond with, it's the grace of God. And I remember thinking... That's like what he's supposed to say. <laughs> like that he's giving the, the Bible answer. And now that I'm living it, oh, I that's my answer now. I say my father in law always said this. I thought he was just giving me the Bible answer, but it's so true. It is not just the humble thing to say. Like it really is. You realize as a parent how little you can do for your children. You can't change their hearts. You can I mean you can do your best in training them and follow what God says, but then their free will. Yep. So you better be oh. praying every single day, and that's and yeah. That is just and I mean, teaching them to pray. I, I I used to start every couples retreat that I ever did, or any any family life conference that we've done, and we've done so many uh, with with you need to understand. We don't think that we're perfect parents. We just depend on the mercy and grace of God and pray for it every single day. Oh, that is that is. I, I feel like we could end the podcast right there because that's the key to all parenting. I mean, I know we're talking about prayer, but yes. like, isn't that that's just the biggest and simplest truth is how to parent well. You can't. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, right. I mean, isn't that the truth? No, the, you, you can't do it. Yeah, God listen, has to do it. Jerry you. Falwell used to say this. He'd say that living the Christian life is not hard. It's humanly impossible. If we're <sighs> not surrendered to the Holy Spirit of God, then we're not going to be able to do anything right. That is really really good i feel like we should just keep going with that but we have a different topic That's to right. address well our we? topic starts <laughs> with this with our, our our topic starts with with uh we're talking about uh kids who pray and we're talking about encouraging your child to be a prayer warrior and we're going to give you several things that we think will be very very helpful the first one is pray with your child every single day mm, so that's so really important good. And I think this is one that, you know, I know you're going to talk and you talk a lot about the prayers for 
um, your kids that you would stand in the doorway at night and pray for them and pray for their spouses. By the way, thank you for that. You're welcome. I, I don't remember if it was my children or someone I was talking with not too long ago, and I was talking about dating in the teen years and all the trouble I could have gotten into and didn't. Like it just, I was not interested. And I thought, why wasn't I interested? And it, it hit me. It really did. I was like, because my parents, Melvin and Martha, were praying and Dave and Anna were praying for me. And yeah. I really can see now how God protected me so much. So thank you for praying. Yeah, we've, we've prayed. Mm-hmm. We've prayed as the kids were growing up every day. We would pray that they would live for the Lord. That we, God would keep him pure and that God would uh, protect their their future spouse. Uh, I pray that for my grandchildren now. And there's, there's 18 of them. And uh, so it's amazing. That's, That's a lot. Our, our, <laughs> my, my prayer my prayer list, which which is the next point. What we did was we prayed with, we prayed with our children because we wanted them to hear us mm. pray every day. And I yeah. and I'm just not an eloquent prayer. I don't I don't pray uh, fancy words. I just very simply would pray this. In fact, I have a great story with Jonathan. <laughs> I, I would pray, dear Lord, I just pray that you'll that uh, they'll live for you, they'll serve you. I pray that they'll uh, that you'll protect them, and I pray for their their future spouse that she'll live for you and honor you. I was with Jonathan. Jonathan, when he was eight years old, mm-hmm. one of my favorite stories. <laughs> He's eight years old. He came over to spend the night with us, and um, so he was uh, over there. We went. I went into his room after it got he got all ready for bed. He likes to sleep in my office. I have a couch bed in my office in my house. And so he likes that. He says, he told me years ago, he said, I like this room because it's cozy. <laughs> and, uh, so, he likes cozy. So, yes. so he got in there and uh, uh, I, I got already for bed. I went and put my hand on his back and I said, dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for Jonathan. I pray he'll live for you and serve you all of his life. I pray you'll keep him pure. I pray for his wife. And he said, bo, 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 bo. I said, what are you doing? I didn't even realize what I was praying. Yeah. I prayed it so often. He said, I don't pray that. I said, why? He said, I'm not getting married. Oh, yeah. That was years. He held out, even yeah. into the junior high days. And then he's 16 now. He has officially recanted his former position. <laughs> It took a while, but we've got it on it video. Took about, about 15 it years did, old, right? It did. It was just, I think he may have secretly recanted at 14, but he held out for a year. Pride <laughs> held and kept him from telling everyone, but now he's okay. He's okay. With the idea of marriage. Okay. He's come around okay, to it. Yes. I believe good. it was our beautiful marriage well, that probably. affected and converted him to probably, that. So. Probably. <laughs> you know, when, when you talked about this point, the thing I thought it was not just nighttime prayers. But something that I know you did with your children and that, you know, we followed suit and done with our kids. And that's praying with them every day as a, for example, have a serious moment. So not just nighttime prayers, but when they get disciplined. So there's teaching that that prayer, teaching them how to pray and praying with them. Yes, that's the truth. After discipline, can you talk about that for a minute? Well, the Bible says be instant in prayer. So there's times that there's there's times that um, that. Again, when they were disciplined, afterwards we would always pray together. We would always, uh, they, I would always have them apologize to me for making me have to spank them. So, because <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I wanted them to know that it wasn't something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But then we would pray together so that they would know that uh, I love them and we love God, and and uh, we would do that. Uh, if if somebody came up and they hurt themselves, 
Uh, and so they'd be crying. I'd say, okay, come here, come here. Let me pray for it. And we would pray for their hurt mm. foot or their hurt whatever yeah. or a friend. I think it's important that we pray with them, not just that there should be a time during the day right. that, we, that we have set that we pray for them. But like you said, instantly, it, when there's a need, when there's a problem, yeah. when there's a, uh, a, a, a shortcoming, that, that they see that you are a person of prayer and that you believe God hears and answers prayer. That's good. I, I think even with every day, you know, we're in this really in the realm of parenting teenagers right now. That's just the ball game that we're in currently. Um, and there's a lot more serious conversations that happen in the teen years, um, sometimes because they've been going through something and you know, you've been working through, maybe it's a character issue with them. Maybe it's something they struggle with. Um, maybe even there's been a season where their heart was far from God and you've been praying and praying. And when they finally say, yeah, I'm ready now, you know, I've come to this point. I think stopping and ending each of those, anytime there's that kind of serious conversation, you should end that with prayer. That is with really them. good. That's really And stopping good. and um, praying with them and, and thanking God for what he's done in their life and continue to pray. And I think... Um, some of the most beautiful moments and the ones that I will treasure till my deathbed are the moments that I've been able to just have those times where, especially Jonathan, because it's so easy with the girls, with the, with the mom, the girls are just continually talking and they, sh- I know everything yeah, that's, that's, the truth. that's going girls, on with my I girls. Used, when I, when I had mm-hmm. the boys in, in the car and the girls were in the car, yeah. <laughs> there was, there was always, there would be conversations, a few little conversations when the mm-hmm. boys left for college and they were gone and it was nothing but girls. I never got a word in edgewise because there were three <laughs> girls. My wife. We even had a girl dog. I mean, <laughs> you were <laughs> everything. You were outnumbered. And, then, seriously. and I never, I never said. But see, and then, you were a dad, what? and I think for the boys, there is something special as they are becoming men. Um, I sense this with Jonathan. I only have one boy, <clears throat> and we're very close. We're similar in, in aspects of the way we think and our temperament. Both largely introverts, but I can remember this time frame. Wait a minute, did you say you're an introvert? I'm an introvert. Me, yeah, me too. That's what yeah, I. Yeah, right. You're right. Come on now, don't lie on your <laughs> if, podcast. If you're an introvert, then I'm an introvert. <laughs> I am. I'm just my secondary is an extroverted, so and I'm nearly a fifty-fifty split. I so here's what crazy. I tell people: <laughs> I am a forced extrovert. God called me to preach. I would much rather stay at home and watch TV and do nothing. I'm forced. I, I am. My friend and I have been yeah. talking about this. Some of that may just be old age because she's an extrovert, like, yeah. and she's becoming that way. But I think you and I are actually flipped. We've never talked about this. I'm sanguine or melancholy sanguine, and I think you're saying Mel, but which well, is another conversation for another yes. podcast. Well, let, me, let me tell you about <laughs> this. Let me tell you this. I got to tell you this. When you're talking about praying, we're talking about praying with our kids. There was a time that that Matt and Josh and Charity. It was one of one of, of those three had done something wrong, and I don't even remember the. Probably same all three of them. So they I were, know these people. So I said, I want to know who did this, and none of them were going to confess. So I said, Well, you know what? It's not right for me to spank all three of you. So mm-hmm. because, but one of you did this. So this is what we're going to mm-hmm. do. I'm going to have each one of you pray with me, and you're going to pray that God will spank you because I I don't I don't <laughs> yeah. know who to spank and so matt bowed his head and prayed that god would spank him joshua bowed his head and prayed and thanked god that he wasn't getting spanked and 
That sounds true. Then, Very true to heart. Yes. And then, and then Charity bowed and prayed and said, God, if I, if I did this, spank me. All three of them did that. So they, they go upstairs, and they looked at me like, that's it? Nothing else? I said, I can't do anything yeah. because I don't know who did this, but God does. Mm-hmm. It was about... I'm not within 10 minutes. All of a sudden, I heard thump and then thump, 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 and Charity comes falling down the stairs. And she said, Oh, Daddy, God spanked me. God spanked me. <laughs> oh, do you know I've used something similar to that with my kids? I have told them, God will tell me who this was. So, you know, you need to confess. God will let me know. And then I leave and I'm like, Lord, please let me know. Lord, you got to tell me. I just told him he would. <laughs> and he always does. Like yes. the truth always comes out. So it's great. But uh, it's and then it's, you know, really good to let them know, you know, God, God's got That's this authority it. here for a reason. But back to, to the point of, of praying over those serious conversations. I have to tell you this because I, I, I don't know. We've never there, we, you and I don't get to talk enough. No, I think is what exactly I'm discovering right. through these podcasts. Um being a, a dad parenting boys when they are kind of going through that that time of adolescence where they are becoming men I think there is a drawing away from mom not in an angry harsh way but I could sense a time where my son even though we are similar in temperament more so than he is with Josh there was this time of I was a woman and he didn't need to share stuff with me he was still loving towards me and still very protective of me but it was amazing to see, and it was very difficult, I'd say for at least almost two years, that there was not an openness. I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, mm. we talked and other stuff, but yeah. and he was kind and loving and respectful, but there was not an openness that I, he had that, with that, Josh. That's so uh, that's so unusual for he- to hear you say that because you have always, I mean, he's always been like mom. He would quote oh. you. He would oh, really? quote you at my house. He would say at my house when he's uh, over, when you were, when he was over there. Uh, I would say let's watch TV. He would say things like this. Some people think it's better to be doing things than just sitting and watching others. <laughs> and so I funny. knew that came that directly. That sounds like an anecdote, not a me quote. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I'm sure I said that at times though. But that's, I, that sounds like an any mom quote. Yeah. I think, but um, he thankfully having a good father you know, uh, Josh stepped in and, and was filling that gap. And, but I remember I've never felt my hands so tied. Whereas I couldn't deal directly with heart issues. It, it just wasn't something I was allowed at that time. And I remember praying and praying. And then I remember where the wall broke and he got old enough and the Lord just worked on his heart in some areas. And we had moments where he began to come back and not just share with Josh but share with me. And by the way, dads, Josh would always tell him, you know, we need to tell mom about this or we need to talk to mom. Uh, you support. need to get wisdom from your mom. She knows about some of these things you're dealing with. And, um, but I remember that the beautiful moment and just being able to pray together after that and how it deepened and changed our relationship. And it's, I think going to help in the future as we step into that adult parent role where we will no longer be, you know, directly kind of ruling over and trained, but we'll be advising and so I'm thankful for that. But that was really difficult. But I think those moments are so important that you don't just say, well, that was a great talk. But you stop and you pray together. Yes. Moms and sons, dads and daughters, the whole the whole shebang. So yeah. praying with your children. I know we've skipped around a little bit. Praying instantly. You kind of already talked about this. Yes, uh-huh. In fact, we didn't even share the verse. What are we doing? We're just not uh, talking, <laughs> not just, sharing scripture. I don't know. I don't for know. praying with your children every day, you chose the verse Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 7. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, 
shall talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and thou riseth, riseth up. Yeah, if that if that verse says anything, it says you're spending a lot of time with your kids, and yeah. and you're teaching them the things of God, and certainly in that would be included mm-hmm. praying with your children. And then so not only praying with them, but then praying instantly. Oh. So with that, when you kind of address this already, that you would pray, I love this, and it's something... Honestly, just full disclosure, I don't think I did enough with my children in this way. I think I did it in some other ways by the grace of God. But I love that idea. And I've watched your daughters do this. I've watched especially Faith as the one who comes to mind. I see her do it all the time. Is if there's a boo-boo, they they pray right away. We're going to pray over this. And um, I love that. But I think praying instantly, teaching them with every need. The thing that I thought of is all the time parents are concerned about their kids not having friends. And how often, though, do we try to work it out? We're going to go and find them a friend. We're going to give them, you know, the the yeah, child's version of that. how to, you know, win friends and influence people. Yeah. You know, We're going to give them stuff to bribe their friends, you know, prizes to come and sit by them. We'll talk to the principal and have a meeting. But how often do we actually teach them this is a need? This is something you want? Ask God for it. Yeah. Anything we ask in prayer, believing mm. we will receive. And if it's in the will of God, it's God's will for us to have friends. Teaching our children to to reach out to those without friends and make friends oh, is, really is so important. But praying, ask praying with them, F- finding somebody else that has a need out there that mm. they know about, saying let's pray for that person together. Yeah. Um, man, what a what a help that is for them to look beyond their own need for a yeah. friend and realize that somebody else needs that. So yeah, yeah praying when when a person when a, when a kid comes to you and tells you about their particular need or something's going on to pray with them about that really te- impacts them and their learning prayer is, is is not some high ritualistic thing that you do at church it's something that's part of your everyday yeah, life that you need to rely on god every single moment of yeah. every single day and i think that's good you you and i talked about this a little before that a lot of times as new christians there's a fear of praying you know in front of people or even children their own children and remembering that prayer is simply asking God just in that moment, Lord, I have this need. And it it doesn't have to be like you said, all flowery and, you know, flamboyant. It just needs to be simply, dear God, please help Joe to remember what he stayed for his test today. Thank you. Amen. That's it. And teaching your children prayer is such a simple thing. So we need to pray with our children every day. Pray pray instantly instantly for every need. Then we, uh, we need to pray for our child privately, privately. Uh, now you say, what's that? What's the difference? Well, we can talk about we can talk about uh, we can pray with them and put on a show, but there needs to be as a parent, you need to be alone with God. When uh, I was going to mention this a, li- a few a little while ago, every day I go. Uh, there's a place in my house where I go and I spend time with God. Every day, this morning. I prayed for every one of my 18 grandchildren by name. I prayed for you, Heather, by what name. What did you pray for me? Uh, what did I pray for you? I prayed I've sp- seen your prayer list, and it better <laughs> still be on there. You better not have erased what I added. No, you you told me to take it, take it, 
You told me to take that out, so it's not there. Oh, it's not there anymore. For youth and eternal beauty, is that what, <laughs> yes. eternal youth and beauty? No wonder the wrinkles are coming on so fast in <laughs> the gray hair. Years ago, for those There's who are listening, very few people that have that will go into somebody else's personal <laughs> prayer diary and write their prayer request. Well, ask and it shall be given. <laughs> the scripture says. That's right. No, for well, those who listen. are listening and are confused, I found my father-in-law. He is a man of prayer, and I found his prayer journal lying open one time. I don't remember if it was a family Christmas or we were just over at your house for something or if I was snooping who knows uh, that could have been the case too you need to snoop around your in-laws That's you know right. but uh, I, I found it I think it was just laying open you'd been praying and it was very sweet because I saw of course like you say all the kids names and my name was there and so I added a few things was it health wealth and eternal beauty That's right. and I, I think I teased you about layer because you you told people with no context of the story <laughs> You gotta have the context, but um, you need to add that back because, okay. like I said, I'm spending a lot of the health and wealth that I should be having uh, to try to fix the beauty well, issue. We'll, we'll so, fix could we please get I, back hey, on listen, that? I don't even think I don't think you need any of that. I think you've got, God's given to you, but I'll I'll, I'll keep praying for that. So, thank you. I appreciate yeah, okay. that. So yes. the the Bible, Jesus said, you need to go into your closet you need to go in matthew 6 6 he says but thou when thou prayest enter into thy closet and when thou Mm -hmm. hast shut the door pray to your father which is in secret and i love it and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly so obviously when i prayed for youth and Mm -hmm. eternal beauty for you he rewarded (laughs) me openly and people can see that not yet we're still waiting on that answer (laughs) So far, it's. I won't say it's been a no. It's been a wait. Just wait. But I don't know. Maybe wait till heaven when she gets her glorified body. That may be what we're waiting for. Um, I think that's so good, though. I mean, when we got this this kind of topic given to us, you kind of laughed about it. So did I. The idea of, I think the original title was Encourage Your Child to Be a Prayer Warrior. Yes. And it's like, well, good grief. Like, how do you do that? Like, it seems so intimidating and intense. But truly... The best thing is is modeling a prayer life. Is our kids see that they can't help but see that. It's not why we do it. No, I mean that should not be our motivation. Like you said, you're not putting on a show, but when you have a genuine walk with God, your children are going to see that. And when you don't, they're also going to see that. That's- um, I can remember, you know, you. I think your daughters and your sons on the other shows that you've done, the other podcasts. It's probably creeped into every one of them. Now, again, some have been recorded that have not aired yet, so I've not heard all of them yet. But I, it seems like everyone, there's this idea of either authenticity, they saw you and mom praying, they they saw you living a real life before God, and how that impacted your children to follow Christ, really, and even in ministry, as much as almost anything else. And um, I would say very much the same for me. I can remember walking in on my mother praying, not because she was trying to get caught, but because when you pray every day and you model a life of prayer, your children are going to find out if, you know, it's just part of it. That's exactly right. And I can remember um, watching her worship, seeing her pray, um, talking about those things with her. And that is what I remember thinking, that's what I want. And so really the best thing we can do to help our children um, be prayer warriors is to pray for them, but also to pray ourselves, which is kind of that same point. Sure. It really is. They're going to find out. So we need to pray with them every day, pray instantly. Number three, pray for them privately. And then number four would be rehearse answers to prayer with them. Yes. What do you mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is this. We need to let them know what God has done. We would tell Mm -hmm. our kids stories of how 
God answered prayer or when God answered prayer specifically, we would share with them what God did. In Acts, the Bible tells us this, that um, Paul had come back to uh, Jerusalem to tell the saints in Jerusalem what had happened. In Acts chapter 14 and verse 27, it says, and when they were come and had gathered the church together, they rehearsed all that God had done with them and how he had opened the door of faith unto the Gentiles. Wow, what an encouragement. Uh, when, mm. and when a missionary comes back from the field and says, this is who got saved, this is who got baptized, this is how the churches are growing, this is what we've done. Well, when we tell our children, hey, you know what? You prayed that God would allow us to take a vacation and let me tell you what God did. Or you prayed that that uh, that somebody would get saved this past week, mm. and this person got saved this past week. Or you prayed that um, uh, we would be able to go someplace as a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever it is, whether it seems secular or spiritual, and there's really no difference for the Christian where everything we do is spiritual, uh, because That's God so is in everything that we do. So. Mm whatever it is when you ask god for something my wife my wife and i prayed one day we were going out for church our church was only about four years old my wife said um and our church had gone through a tough tough time financially and uh so we're walking out of of the church or walking out of the house and her shoe broke and she said david i need some new shoes and i said well let's pray we prayed Mm. for that that day we went to church and a lady came up to us as we were walking in the parking lot. She said, you know, about an hour ago, God impressed me to give you something. And he handed my wife an envelope. And I said, uh, said, well, thank you. And she said, we said, thank you. And she left. You don't want to look in the envelope until they're gone. And then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you're really poor, that is really difficult to do. Like when you have no money and you think there's money in there, it is such a long walk to the car. Yes, right. And you're just being gracious and nice and open it up quick, quick. So we open it up. And inside there was a $100 bill. A $100 bill. And my wife said, what do you do with $100 that somebody gives you? I said, well, we prayed an hour ago for shoes. So you're going to get $100 worth of shoes. And uh, so that's what. That's what we did. There's some women she... listening to this podcast who are going to start praying for shoes now <laughs> because of this testimony. Yes, well, you know, prayer, oh. prayer works. You know, I, there's so much I want to say here, and we have such little time. But um, I think a couple of things with this. You're talking about praying for even little things. Now, we pray for serious things. Um, definitely, I'll share some of that in a minute. But one of the things that I do on my prayer list, since I developed a prayer list, and for me it was late in life, I always had the... Um, continual praying without ceasing, that was easy. Me and the Lord, we talk all the time. But honestly, it was a struggle to find what worked for me with a prayer list until probably just about eight or nine years ago, you know, which is fairly late to the game. I would would start them, stop them, start them, stop them, then to really become consistent. But um, on my prayer list, when I began that, as it began to grow and expand, I began to pray for our vacations. It's a very important part of, I think, all of the Tices and, you know, the the branches of the Berkeys and Gelsorps too. Vacations and family time in that way are very important. And it's a big deal with our family. And my kids and my husband know, especially that I will pray for our vacations because we have them planned out years in advance where we're going, where we want to take our kids. We kind of planned up to Jonathan's graduation. Here I am getting sad again because we knew we're like that. That'll be our last guaranteed one, you know, with our son. And so we planned where we want to take the kids. And it's amazing the things that will happen to us on vacation. I'm talking about good things, blessings that will come our way. 
that make no sense. And all the time, um, we'll tell the kids, we're like, you know, we mom's been praying for this. And now I think they've all started praying. In fact, on vacation, they started a, a saying, our kids will say when something happens, they'll be like, it's not very spiritual, but it's like, nice. Everything's turning up tight. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's their thing. But what's funny is it's I've not, never a, heard that it's before. not a spiritual. Nice. Everything's turning yeah, because it's like going our way. Like, you know, we just got free tickets to something or, you know, we got the an upgrade at the hotel. It's amazing the things God gives us. But I know they're not a coincidence. And my children, even though they joke and say that, um, your son's done a good job teaching them this. I bring them back to it. That is, it is prayer that we prayed for. And it's such a living testimony that God is a good God. And he's willing to even bless with things that you ask for. Yeah. And then on the spiritual side of things. John R. Rice used to say this. He used to say, if, if it's not right to want it, if it's Ooh. right to want it, it's right to ask for it. That's so good. Yeah. And so practical. So yeah. simple and practical. Yeah. I need to write that down because I need to remember that. Um the second aspect is sometimes there's spiritual things that, you know, you can't share some deep requests with your children or sensitive ones of a sensitive nature or some are too personal. But I think whenever you can, and the Lord especially leads in that way to share a request with your kids. And so, I don't know, you may think of a story in a minute of something that you did where you're like, yeah, I remember, I mean, you shared one just now about the, they were, the whole family was there. But there have been times I've had needs and the Lord will tell me specifically, his Holy Spirit will speak to my heart, share this with a particular person. In fact, there are times I know it's him because there's been times I'm like, Lord, I don't want to share that with this lady. She doesn't care. She doesn't know. Like sometimes one, it was a very specific ministry thing. And the lady he put on my heart was a little bit younger than me, not in ministry. I'm like, Lord, how? Okay, I'll just do it. So I shared, would you pray with me? And I told her some of the circumstances, things. And guess what? She had had a a best friend who was in ministry, who was older than me. I'm not a best friend, really a close friend, though who went through the same thing I was dealing with. Mm. And she walked through that friend. Is that amazing? And saw what that friend, and was able to be such an encouragement blessing me. And I would never have known, but the Lord directed me to her. I say all that to say that there are times that the Lord has begun as my children get older to direct me to my kids. Sometimes I'll just openly throw something out there. Pray for me. I've got this counseling. I won't tell them what about, of course, but uh, it's one I'm nervous about. And then it's neat when they ask me later to give them that praise report. And just recently there was a prayer request that was a little more, you know, private that the Lord really just told me I need to tell Savannah about. And so it was on a Sunday morning and I told her on the way to church. And what was so cool about it is God gave the biggest, most amazing answer. And it was before the evening was even up. And so I told her, and it was just so neat to see. She knew the circumstances. She knew this was not going to go well. And then the Lord just totally flipped it. And it's just neat. So I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's neat to share with your kids, not just the answers, but sometimes share if it's not too personal and you sense the Lord leading a prayer request that's, that's, good. that's on your heart that's just for your life. And that they're praying for when they yeah. when they see it, they can they can say, wow, God, mm. God answers prayer. Well, let me give you one more thing. We uh, and uh, we'll be finished. Uh, teach your children how to pray. It's absolutely important. Jesus was uh, with his, he was in a certain place praying, according to Luke chapter 11. And the Bible says that his disciples uh, came to him and said, teach us to pray. Well, if the disciples are asking the Lord to teach him to pray, then maybe we ought to take a clue and that we ought to teach our children to pray, which means we need to sit with them and explain to them. Now, I love Luke chapter 11. I'm going to take another podcast and deal with Luke chapter 11. But mm. but there's there, there are about four things in here that I think are really important. Number one, 
there was a Jesus was in a certain place. He was praying. There ought to be a place that you teach. You ought to teach your children. Look, you ought to have a place where you go to God every day. Now we can pray everywhere, like you just right. said, uh, but they ought to have a place in their home or some place where they know that they're going to get away with God and pray. Mm-hmm. Number two, Good. there's got to be a when that we ought to be praying instantly. But there should be a time set aside every time, every day in their life, that, where they are going to pray. Uh, a time, it might doesn't have to be long, uh, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, but it's gonna be at, in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, whatever, uh, typically morning or evening, when they're gonna pray. And then I've always taught my, and I believe this, when Jesus said, uh, Jesus said, when you pray, say. The word say means to mm-hmm. speak out loud. And so I, I think teaching them to pray vocally allows okay. them to learn. I, I think that it's a spiritual battle when we enter into prayer and vocal prayer, though God can hear our thoughts, vocal prayer puts us in a spiritual realm. Um, now it's a physical thing, but yeah. it, it, in the spiritual realm, Satan can't read our thoughts, demons can't mm-hmm. read our thoughts, angels can't read our thoughts, but when we walk into the spiritual realm and we speak something out loud, then then the whole spiritual realm is able to hear what we're saying. God knows my thoughts. I think it also involves our faith. When you say, I'm shocked how many times when I vocalize a prayer request or something that the Lord's doing in my life, how it's hard sometimes to speak it. Yeah. Because it's making it real. Yeah. For me as a human, it's it's an act of faith that's saying I really believe this. You know, that's true. I I really, I've Mm. never thought about that. That it. It, it brings it into reality in your life when yeah. you speak it out loud and you're not just thinking it. That's, that's really good. And then they need to learn to have a prayer list. Mm-hmm. One thing, Charity was amazing at this when she was growing up. Yeah. She just grabbed a hold of this whole concept and she made prayer. She would have a prayer box. I think with, she still has with, the box. I yeah. know she was looking at a journal, but she's done that for years. Go ahead. Yeah, so she has this box where she keeps all these cards of different mm-hmm. people that she prays for every day. Yeah. And I think it's amazing. I use a prayer journal. I need journal. to find my card and make a few additions yeah. to it. <laughs> I need to find that box. Where is it, Charity? <laughs> Youth and yeah. eternal beauty and That's wealth. It. I've, got, and I've wealth. got so many more things I need to add there. Yeah. But, you know, I appreciate that about you. That's something that my kids going to the Christian school here at Liberty Baptist Academy have really grasped because in chapel and things where you've taught – they, I think you've even given out the prayer journals and that's impacted your grandson because he shared that with me before too, about, you know, trying to keep that prayer journal. I've seen him, um, you know, trying to write down things and even asking me, that was really a big moment where he actually came to me and said, mom, what can I pray for you about? That was huge. Um, I think that's important. Giving them resources is something you've done. You've taught them, but you've also given them resources. Um, and parents realize that what works for you might be different than what's, what works for your child, whether it's age or temperament. Um, it might be the little box system, like Charity uses an index card system. Um, you have more of a prayer notebook, like it's a leather-bound binder. Well, it's, I guess it's not leather-bound anymore. <laughs> it used to be leather-bound, but now it's it's a th- like a three-ring binder. Yes, uh-huh. For me, I've tried many different things. What works for me now mine is on my computer, and I can print it out to a booklet as I update it. Uh-huh. But I can pray via my computer and easily update and rearrange and add as my prayers you know change throughout the years i know pe- some people use smartphones and, that's what i was and, gonna say i'm my yeah. my phone is much smarter than me i just yeah. i i've been but for them. kids and teens yeah. i have a friend and they don't let their son have a phone but he's got one of the old ones like his grandmother's phone that doesn't work except to download apps 
And they, one of the things they did is they download a prayer app for him. So there are so many different aids in the day and age we live in that you can use, you know, to pray. So look into those things. Find what helps your kids. And, you know, Satan wants to discourage them. He wants to discourage all of us from praying and thinking, oh, you'll never do that. You'll never be able to do that. Find something that works for them and just encourage them that God loves that they're coming to him. Hey, with saying that, I I want to mention this, that, that we have a prayer journal that you can go on. If you go on to davetice.com. Crystal, how exactly can they get that? Yeah, so people can go on your website at davetice.com and just click on my resources link and it's there or they can visit our church website at experienceliberty.com and click on the prayer journal link at the top of the page to get it there as well. It's a a prayer guide and you're actually going to be talking about that on our next podcast in episode 11. Yes, and I'm looking forward to that. So I want to encourage you to uh, tune in next time. Remember, this is Tice Talks, and it's more than a conversation.